How's it going, folks? I'm Mike with Drone Deer Recovery Podcast. This is Kevin. You guys have told us you like the multi-topic podcast. Well, that's what this one is. We talk about everything from hunting to laws to where I grew up. To you to buying your gun. Shooting things. First gun. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot. Also, insurance, drone insurance, what you need to know. Ag. We talked about ag, yep. what's coming next season. Megalodrone. Megalodrone. Yep. <laughs> Stick around. You don't want to miss it. Well, I think there's a lot more stuff that we could talk about. Like, what about my hair last week? Like, holy crap, guys. Like, you didn't even notice it? I mean, I'm is curious. It, is it yeah, bad right now? I don't right know, now? Mike. Here, let me. You need to. You need a... Austin, did you not see it? Okay, that's way better than it was. Like, it was like straight up like alfalfa. Isn't that just the way you wear it, though? Like, I thought this is... No. This is no. how you roll I mean, that it, it was... That was... Uh, it's funny, Mike, because you... That's you know. the first... I, I open it up on YouTube, and I started watching, and I'm like, oh, there went Kevin's mic. <laughs> it's like I never once thought about it, because whenever I see you, like, you're always with the beanie on and off, the, and yeah. it's just like... Well, I was... This is, I think I was probably rushing that morning, like every morning, but, <laughs> oh, man, I started watching that, and I'm like, this is bad. Hopefully, somebody... Nobody even said anything that I'm aware of, but I, d I didn't even go through the comments. But I, I, I pinned a comment right away, like, hey, guys, like, I apologize. And I blamed it on you. Did you like that? <laughs> didn't even see it, but that's good. <laughs> Are we at the stage now where we need a hairstylist to come in every... No, we're definitely not at that stage. And guys, like, it might look like we're mega huge, and, and we do put a lot of effort in this content, but it's like, we're still growing this thing, right? Like... Uh, Kevin's mic just fell off. Like, <laughs> and the reason it fell off is because there's this piece of two by four gangster tape together. Yeah, tape, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the <laughs> angles here. Hopefully Austin's doing a good job. It looks very professional. Yeah. Yep. You can't. See there's all the a tape little bit of yeah. Yep. yep. A little bit we're, of. We're uh, just scraping by. Yeah. I'm tape. I'm putting this tape back. But you know that it's it's been a fun journey and it's uh, it's only getting more fun. So. Oh yeah. Yep. For sure. I think. I think um, some people would want to hear about all the effort that you put in on the back end of building this, like the website and getting that stuff automated because <laughs> your mic just keeps falling down. <laughs> yeah. But like, cause there's a lot of work. I mean, if you would guess how many hours you've spent. <laughs> 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 so yeah. no, no there, like, there's probably like the last couple i mean there's work the whole time and with the pivot that we did what is it two months ago now it feels like i don't know how much but yeah there i mean it's a whole new work um and we're at that stage now where you don't only have to build a thing you also have to bring a team along provide you know training and onboarding and it's like most of what we accomplish more and more is becoming through people that work with us yeah and so there's this whole other level of of uh work and time in not only setting the thing up but then providing documentation yeah best practice and like um SOPs. some of you guys that watch and listen may have seen like the website like it felt like the thing wasn't completely done it was it because wasn't. when we when we did that pivot there was all yeah. so yeah. much work that needed done in such a short amount of time and then we had a bunch of people like starting mm -hmm. to reach out to us hey where's this thing that you're talking about yeah and i feel bad because it's probably been like for some people it's been kind of a frustrating experience yeah um and like right now you know the frustration is we have drone order inventory that should have arrived last week yeah 
still hasn't arrived. Yep. Um, Man, that it, I mean, it just sucks because they they want to get their drones. Yeah, they yeah. want to get out in the field because you know the season's short the way it is. And, and we then, know, and we know what that's like. Like when when it's spray season or drone season, you don't have a drone, you don't have a working light. It's yeah, like yeah. you feel like you're suffocating. Mm-hmm. So absolutely uh, so, so the people yeah so the people that are waiting on drones i gave them an update yesterday and it's like it, yeah it's frustrating because we just we don't have a good update it's like from our supplier they're telling us they're held up in customs and who knows how long that'll go but yeah. and now same with the lights you know we transitioned over to that new t60 light we got a bunch of those things coming and they're stuck. I it just those like, are in Columbus, right? They're like that's what two it hours says. south. Yeah, it, that's what it says. But how? Like I tried reaching them on the phone here a little bit ago, and they're like, "There's really does there's nothing they can do." Yeah. And so it just yeah, doesn't make sense. There's a lot of frustration with the growing. So yeah. like I've had growing pains with my other company, Anywhere Tree Care, but nothing like this. Mm. Like this is amplified by like times mm. ten, yeah. maybe even yeah. twenty. And the bright side of the whole thing is these growing pains are because whole new industries are emerging and supply chain and all these things, it's kind of, it's catching up. Yeah. And so if you are one of the people being frustrated by this, you know, the bright side is you're one of the very first. You know, yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, I, I have a bunch of people, um, either DMing me or texting me or calling me wanting to know is if it's too late to get in because it feels like mm-hmm. there's that many people getting in yeah. and i i just don't think it's too late yet it's there's not. there's nope. so much of a market out there i mean just the midwest like let's take iowa kansas oklahoma minnesota those states yes they're kind of like not wanting this but they are going to come around oh, to it and when they do those are huge states and th- yeah. there's going to yeah. i mean they're has to be a bunch of guys out there to service that area so well and then you also have um you even in states where there already are pilots like i remember back you know about a year ago mike we were putting together some research and figuring out how much oh yeah you should actually read us that uh yeah because we've talked about that data but you've never read the data uh when i started talking to kevin about it you went and did a lot of homework on trying to figure out how many pilots would it would we need to really cover the um, state of Ohio, this this will only be the state of Ohio, I think. Um, and the data that you pulled was just shocking. It's based on like if deer get wounded versus recovered, and how many deer get harvested, because you know there's there's studies done on how many deer get wounded, and it varies a lot. Yeah, but. so that is something that's so hard to find actual data on, and I think it's because people don't want to talk about it. About the wounded deer. About the wounded deer. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, how are you going to quiz hunters, you know, on um, the deer that they didn't hit yeah, or right. didn't get a good hit on? Yeah. Um, yeah. So get this. So how many, uh, how many bucks do you think are killed every year in Ohio? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. If you just had to guess. Uh, 20,000. Yeah. 70,000. 70,000 bucks. 70, Actually bucks. harvested. Actually harvested. Like that many are. That checked in. Tagged. Yep. No way. So. And this is data from this data got last year, so it would have been from the previous season. Wow. So, but I don't think those numbers are going down. I, I mean, wouldn't. They think probably so, fluctuate a little bit. So, one hundred and ten thousand deer, seventy thousand bucks. Wow. In the state of Ohio. In the state of Ohio. And so then you think of, like I remember the percentages that we were thinking of is so if you have seventy thousand deer, how many of those are shot with, you know, 
a not instant lethal shot. Yeah. A quarter. Yeah. What What was that? I think. I, said, I, I think it it uh, ranged anywhere from twenty to fifty percent get wounded. Yeah. So if there's a hundred thousand deer. So let's go conservative with twenty five percent, and then let's say. I thought didn't you have all that data? Like if if you had a. Yeah, it's wounded. right here. Yep. So seventy five thousand bucks last season. Let's say twenty five percent of get wounded get wounded and then only 25 percent of those are you know let's say big deer worth recovering so maybe yeah i, I don't know what that number is but big enough to be recovered yeah like yeah. you're not going to maybe pay 500 bucks to recover just a doe yeah yep. um so yeah usually they're antlered in the state of ohio probably you know conservatively four thousand deer need to be recovered every year that's crazy four thousand deer four thousand deer so yeah. now start putting that how many pilots would it would we need to try to keep up with that? I mean, if a pilot does a hundred recoveries, he is hopping. He is working. Yeah. I mean, yep. um, and, and, and he's making money. He's yep. making bank at, you yep. know, hundred recoveries. I think probably 50, you know, 50 is a good Dude, season so for a lot of crazy. guys. So if, ev if everybody did a hundred calls, yeah, did what 40 pilots in Ohio, no more than that, isn't it? hundred. Oh Yeah. That's true. So 40 pilots just in the state of Ohio. Yeah. But that, that would, you yeah, like, you are moving to mm -hmm. try to do a hundred yeah, because right. last year I did a hundred, but man, by the time I got done, I was whipped. <laughs> huh? So, and then the crazy thing is, okay, so how many, uh, how many deer are there? So Ohio isn't like, we have big deer here, but like, we don't have the most deer. Yeah. Um, Texas, like it's hard to get. It's just estimates provided by the state since they don't have tags the way that we do oh, in Ohio. Oh, they don't. Okay. Five hundred thousand bucks. About a million deer killed every year in the state of Texas. What? So when you're out there and you're oh wondering, is gosh. this, it, you know, is there still space for me? Um, the two things that I, I I remember when we were telling guys way back at the beginning last year. Here's the market analysis you need to do. You need to see are dog guys in your area are they busy? Yeah. Um, if dog guys in your area are sitting around. And you know no, no, the dog guys aren't working, then you're probably not going to get work with your drone. Yeah, yeah. If dog guys are hopping, you can never get a dog guy. They're always, you know, whatever. Yeah. Chances are you're going to yeah, come in and uh, there's going to be work for you. Yeah. Huh. And then the second thing is just see how many, you know, how many bucks are killed in your state. Yeah. How many are killed in your county, um, and then use some of these whatever numbers you think are are accurate. You know, with yeah, uh, percentages, wounded, whatever. I, uh, what I, what I want to say to people also is like, don't like this, this, what we're talking about, like, don't expect to spend $13,200 on your drone kit and pay it off in the first season. I mean, I did that, but there was nobody else, right? There are a bunch of people coming around mm -hmm. to doing mm -hmm. it, but it's like, like, even if you could get your return on investment in say two years that's still mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Like yep. there's not businesses out there that you can, you know, buy that. Um, equipment and have it paid mm -hmm. off in two years. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, and <clears throat> you know, we, we added a financing button. It's super easy now to get your equipment financed through the website. And I'm seeing these quotes come in anywhere from 250 bucks a month to like 500 bucks a month, you know, for terms of six years to two years, basically. Wow. So if you're out there, you know, in two years, you're going to pay 500 bucks a month. Um, that means every year, I don't know if that math works. No, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I can't do quick math. Anyway. Yeah, that's about, I mean, that's about right. So 6,000 bucks a year. It's probably a little more than that. Yeah. If you're gonna so 6,000 in, in two years. In two years. Yeah. Yep. But think of like 
paying off six thousand dollars worth of equipment doing calls per year yeah and and see we're only talking deer recovery like we're not even talking like drone pet recovery doing recovery yeah, on drone, pets mm -hmm. um i had to give um austin's number out to a couple people just this week that were wanting to have their pets recovered yeah. it's a thing yeah like, yep. and the I, more this grows the more people will uh, see how you can mm -hmm. use this tool, this mm -hmm. equipment to recover pets, even help with search and rescue. Like that type of stuff might be volunteer, but when you do volu volunteer work, that will pay itself mm -hmm. back in, oh, in the yeah, long term. Yeah, it, it always does. Yeah. Yep. Totally. And I think after the, you know, herd analysis is another thing that, yep. like our capacity to even, uh, I mean, we're, we're just, we, we're so busy right now with what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just Have talking not put to a lot of time into that. Yep, I was just talking to a customer yesterday. Like I want to do herd analysis, but there's so many other things with inside the company right now that we're, you know, doing like selling drones and training people and, uh, doing service calls mm -hmm. and doing drone pet recovery and creating the media. It's like, we're going to get to the point where we're going to either have to sub this, you know, these herd analysis out or have pilots in those states that are, that have the equipment, that mm -hmm. have the training, mm -hmm. and then they can go do yeah. those, yep. that type of work as well. Yeah. And that kind of makes me think of, uh, you know, talking about expansion and growth and stuff on Friday, we have a call with our attorney, um, next steps on setting up an association. Yeah. You know, how do we set up an association where people like you, whether you're an existing pilot or you want to become one, we can pool resources, have monthly or yearly kind of fees yep. that are all paid toward lobbying, towards, um, you know, getting laws changed. And yeah. the cool thing is we have enough eyeballs, Mike, that we get these lobby, like these outdoor lobbying groups that contact us and say, they, we, that they want to work, they want to work yeah. for us. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so all that we need to do as kind of one of the leading voices in this emerging industry is how do we help people come together, yeah. pool resources, yeah. and then let's, let's move forward with some of these, um, ethical laws. Yeah. And my thing recovery. with, my thing with this association that we're looking at establishing is like, it's not just for drone pilots, right? It's not just people that want to have a business in the drone space, but it's for sportsmen as well. Like mm -hmm. if you're a hunter and you live in, let's say Illinois <sighs> yeah, yeah. and the state of Illinois is telling you, you can't hire a thermal drone uh, operator to come out and recover your carcass. Like this is something that you should be interested yeah. in joining as well mm -hmm. because what this is going to do is it's going to it's going to move the whole industry forward on allowing mm -hmm. you know this technology to be used in those states so the association really is not just for businesses it's for everybody mm -hmm. that is involved in the yeah. outdoor yep. uh, hunting space it makes me think of canada Can yeah canada we've I, i've probably spoken with 15 or 20 people in canada and you know people who express a lot of interest they but I don't know what it is. I don't know what the laws up there are. I, yeah, I I'm imagining they're probably more complicated and, and uh, strict than they are here in the U.S. But so many Canadians have have called us and said, "Can you guys come up here? You know, or, you know, can you come across? Or you yeah. know, can I start doing this?" Yeah. And it's always I've always tell them like, "I don't know what your laws are. Yep. Figure out your laws, yep. and then I'll help you get set up." Yep. Never hear back from them. Yeah. Yeah, just from a conservation point, like if you just start thinking about the conservation on using thermal drones, like maybe it's not even carcass recovery, but it is herd analysis. Mm -hmm. Like what if Illinois, you know, stupid law doesn't even allow you to do that? Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. like, why, like yeah. that makes no sense yeah. if this whole industry 
uh, is suffering because you got some dumb law that tells you you can't use a drone to so look, look at wildlife. We had this this week in the latest uh, update on dumb laws. Uh, oh yeah. So explain this one. This is how. So here's this is, yeah, a question for you guys. Help us understand because we're yes, totally and, confused by this. Well, this came in from a guy that uh, messaged me on Instagram or uh, Facebook. I don't remember. He's like. Okay, so most states are uh, sticking by the word take um, as part of hunting, yep, right? Yep, if you are assisting in taking or the, the act of recovering a carcass is part of taking slash hunting. Yes, slash hunting. Okay, so that doesn't make sense. In the state of Pennsylvania, you can't hunt on Sundays. There's no hunting, but you're allowed to recover on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So now they're getting confused on if yeah, it's hunting yeah. or not because... You wouldn't technically be allowed to recover your game. If, if, if take the recovery of a carcass is part of um, hunting, you shouldn't be allowed to do it after dark either, right? Correct, right? So if, if they're saying, well, it's still part of the hunt, well, then technically you cannot go recover. Yeah, after, your 30 animal. minutes after dusk or Correct. whatever, you've got to leave it out there. It does not make well, any sense. And it's, it's, it's like... I mean, I think it makes it clear that the, what the state is doing and how they're interpreting the laws, it it's not, <clears throat> it, it doesn't jive with the, their other interpretations. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It just it's super frustrating. So that that was another. So that goofy. being said, we are not attorneys. <laughs> oh yeah, this is not legal advice. <laughs> we are no. not legal. Uh, cannot offer that. No. But um, we, we're trying to figure out, um, you know, are we misunderstanding something with that, or is the state really? We're definitely not a... misunderstanding it. They are just. <laughs> they're they, afraid. Yeah, there was they're a guy. Afraid. There was yeah. a guy that uh, also left a comment. He was like, "It costs money to uh, change law. It costs money to enforce law, uh, but it doesn't cost any money just to outlaw it completely." Good point. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, that that is a good way to say. Also, it. no effort. Yeah, no yeah, effort. Yeah, dude. So, what about? Uh, lifting the deer with the big drone like that thing is that not fake then i thought that was fake <laughs> Jeez, now now you're gonna be one of those guys i no. so I, that thing did great for us like it was just more of a video showing uh you know the viewers that no this was not fake and man people loved it there's so many people that message me wanting to know how much weight how long can it fly how far can mm -hmm. it fly like all this stuff mm -hmm. and it's like we haven't done that we have thought about it we just haven't done it yet uh but i do believe that drones uh in lifting like doing lifting in construction in roofing mm -hmm. in all types of lifting stuff uh things mm -hmm. drones will be a part of it it's it's coming yep yeah i had a guy uh message me he has a roofing company and he wanted to know about using it to take shingles yeah, up yeah. on top of a roof yep. what a great idea but it's not capable of lifting enough yet to do yeah, that. Yeah. But if you could do like a half a skid mm -hmm. of shingles up on top of like a roof, that would be pretty cool. And you, I mean, and the way that drones are advancing, you got to think that's probably years out, but not decades out. Oh yeah. It might be years out. It's definitely not decades. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's like the, the, the latest version of, uh, the spray drone, I shouldn't even mention it because then you guys are gonna ask us, well, when is it available? There's the latest version for DJI's uh, spray drone is now available in China. Mm -hmm. That booger won't be here for probably three years. But it's like what, they what, have to, that? 
Uh, well, they have to go through a testing, right? Mm -hmm. So the FAA in America is just way more strict. Yeah. And they, when they fly it for long enough and they put it through its tests and then they can mm -hmm. bring all this mm -hmm. data to the FAA and then they have mm -hmm. to file FCC filings to show them that this product is safe, you know, around mm -hmm. here, then they're allowed to sell mm -hmm. it. But man, I was reading on that new drone. Whew, am I fired up? Cause that thing's gonna, it's, uh, the agricultural side and the big, big drone side, like that is really where people are going to mm -hmm. make like life changing, um, money and businesses mm -hmm. for sure is in, in, in the agricultural side. Yeah. I yeah. believe. Yeah. That, that the agricultural side, it's, it's, it looks like one of the first that's going to be transformed. Yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering, Mike, do you think John Deere, uh, are they going to start selling drones? You think like, I, I wouldn't put it past them that they're already trying to have engineers come up with their own. I just feel like, like if you are a company, whatever your niche is, right? Like they are in equipment, heavy equipment. If they transition to drones, it's going to take them a lot longer to catch up to where DJI is because yeah. DJI, that was like their thing. Mm -hmm. They're a tech in drones. Uh, they, they do build yeah. other things, but their focus really was yeah. on drones and stuff, but I'm not saying it won't happen. You know, big companies could acquire, um, maybe that the division of DJI. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I was thinking, but, or I, I was seeing comments on, you know, the XAG versus a DJI video that we released, what, six, three months ago or something? I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's like, I was going back and that comments popped up on my feed or whatever. And I was looking at so many people were saying, um, you guys are just sponsoring, you know, sponsored by DJI or. And not at all. N not at all. I truly wanted to love that XAG because of its parallel uh, processing. It's, uh, it's, it's built pump. like a, it's built like a tank. I mean, Dude, it, has it is good... a really good drone, but the software side of things that yeah. these drones fly on is yeah. all AI. Yep. And if it doesn't work, you sit out in the field, ripping your hair out because the yeah. thing is not wanting to do what it's supposed to do. And if you th like for, for those of you that are drone pilots, you know, out there finding deer, you know, if you know what it's like to show up and your equipment doesn't work while you have a customer waiting, yep. think of having thousands of acres exactly with farmers that need to be sprayed. And we're not talking about finding a deer. We're talking about, you know, this is their income for the year yep. and exactly. your, you know, your equipment malfunction is screwing up an extra 20% yep. harvest or whatever they're going to get. Yep. That's a big deal. Oh, totally. Totally. Totally big deal. Yeah. Uh, we're getting sidetracked on the ag side things, but I'm telling you, I am super excited about the ag. I was talking to a, a guy yesterday about the ag and he's like, Mike, who are you selling this stuff to? And I'm like, there's two customers. There's, there's people that do want to do custom application mm -hmm. where they spray farmers fields. And then we're also going to be selling to the farmer themselves, because if you think about what a farmer spends on a spray rig, oh, like yeah. uh, there's a big machine called a Haggy high clearance sprayer, where you can spray over your corn, like that thing's well over half a million dollars. If we can get them set up with our spray rig, like we haven't released it yet, but we're working on basically a turnkey back your truck up, hook this trailer up and you're going to be a, a sprayed operation just like that and we'll sell those to farmers because it's going to cost them like a hundred grand to get into yeah. that versus a half million dollars it's yep. going to change the game i'm yeah. telling you you know people say well that word's uh overused too much it's going to change the game i am not overusing it i'm telling you exactly how it was when drone deer recovery started i was like this is a game changer and after seeing this 
technology, this, the spray mm -hmm. drones, I'm telling mm -hmm. you, it's going to mm -hmm. change the game of how farmers do farming. Mm -hmm. Totally yeah. could not. Yep. Talking about game changers. We got a cool email from, uh, Hunter. I'm not sure if he's a pilot. Oh, yeah. Was that you that shared that Austin or who? I think was? it was Carlin on our team. Oh, okay. But, yeah. um, in a, Oh, do you have the email? Let's look at yeah, it. Let's look at it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like in a university setting, you know, presenting to a whole classroom of people, a new business model um, for. And he talked, no way. Like, and he talked on drone deer recovery. So do you just want to read that, uh, Kevin? Yeah. So we'll, I, we'll read the. Good morning. My name is Steve and I'm a student at the University of Minnesota. When in one of my classes, we were required to present a relatively new business to a class of 200 students. As a hunter, trapper, fisherman, outdoorsman, and myself, I have been intrigued with your company since its startup. I hope you all don't mind, but I chose to present your company and give a deep dive on the importance of animal conservation, recovering animals, and making the fullest effort to harvest an animal. The class was very interested and will probably be searching for more information about you guys in the future. It's been exciting to see your expansion so far and being a Minnesota resident, I'm excited that there are now operators in this state. I always look forward to seeing the videos and the podcasts along with the information put out to further educate people, keep doing what you're doing. Um, all that I've heard from people is positive feedback. Not sure if Mike or Jay want to see or hear about this, but I took a couple of pictures for your viewing. That's so cool. Like down there, seeing it on a big screen, it looks like there's, yeah, that's definitely on a big screen of, I've never gone to college. Sorry. So I don't know what that looks like. Is there like, tell me Austin is, is it like a, a stadium or how? Uh, typically just the classroom maybe about 50. but do you like sit up like uh, they usually have one general conference room oh okay okay i wasn't sure if they'd be kind of like sitting in a stadium or, or do you not. have bigger yeah. versions of these photos can you put them that'd up? be cool uh, I don't have them right thanks now. so much steve to do that i mean i greatly appreciate yeah. it and yeah. to hear like to hear that that's in in a college i'm like oh my yeah. gosh like this is just a little <laughs> ex-amish boy that started drawing dairy recovery and now they're talking about it in college and and but but the thing that's that's fun to me in this is here's a you know a college student an outdoorsman a trapper fisherman and he gets it. He gets the importance yep. of harvesting an animal, yep. of treating it with respect, of conservation. It's like, what do we need to do to get these states and the legislators to understand it as well? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, we talk about the legislators, uh, and it is some on the legislators, but it's more on the DNR, right? Like, it, it, they the game and fish, like. Yeah, if anyone it, just, involved. it makes no sense if they are for conservation, right? Yeah. That's what their division is. Yeah then they should start looking, at least entertain the idea of allowing it. Mm -hmm. You might not just say, you know, free, you know, just go do whatever you want, but like, look at it. But to say that we're not even in like- That the laws are fine the way they're at. Stupid. Yep. I'm just telling you, it's stupid. Uh, yeah, went out this morning, tried to, try to shoot a deer, cause I'm gonna- You're gonna hunt another deer. Yeah, yep. I uh, not a buck. We're we're a one buck state yeah. here in Ohio. Yeah. So, um, uh, we have um we have a bunch of doe on our lease, and we gotta we gotta get some of those um doe cut down. So yeah, the that video will be coming. You're gonna not want to miss that. I'll show you guys how you use a drone to lift your deer out and put it right on the back of your truck without ever even touching it. So. Yeah, that's coming. <laughs> what, you like that, Austin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, the things we get into. Yeah. You uh, you said you wanted to go hunting. Yeah, but guess what I did this week? Oh, boy. Did you buy a gun? I bought a gun. Oh, you did? What did you buy? <laughs> I bought a Stealth Systems 9mm. Okay. Pistol. Did you shoot it? I have not shot it yet. Okay. 
Nice. I, actually, I need to. I don't have anywhere to shoot it. Can I shoot it at your place? Uh, you can, but we don't like shot, shooting a bunch of guns around here just yeah. because the neighbors. But yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. So I. Now you're a first time gun owner. Yeah. How does it feel? Uh, it. I mean. Like Not you know, that like like you you know you you uh you, know, you grew up Amish. Uh-huh. Amish are all about hunting and guns and stuff. The way I grew up, city slicker. You know, I was in a city of seven million people. Were you really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So I I thought you grew up out in the bush. <laughs> Weren't you like a missionary? Out I in was the bush? a missionary kid, but we were in a city of seven million people in the capital. No way. So the only way, like, guns were illegal, you can't actually own a gun. The only time that guns are used is to um, hold up people, shoot people, rob stores. What? In my, on my little... Where did you grow up? Let's hear more. So I grew up in El Salvador, and on my little street... El Salvador, is that like in Mexico or? It's like south of Mexico. Okay. If you would go, if you would drive through. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know where it's at. (laughs) So El Salvador is the smallest country in the world that is not an island. Hmm. So a little baby country. Okay. Um, But But it's way down south somewhere. It's yeah. It's in Central America. So before like South America, like Brazil. Past the equator? I don't think so. Austin, is it past the equator? Yeah, Austin. Is it? Uh, I, I so it's not like it's not winter there when it's, it's hot all some, the time. Oh, it's hot all the time. Yeah. So they must be close to the equator, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah I should know this. I don't. Well, because if it, de- well, yeah. if it goes past one way or the other, then it then they have winter, right? I know not. I I mean, we barely learned enough to get past. We we learned how to read and write and <laughs> math. How to work. Yeah. Yep. How to work. Yeah. No. But anyhow. Yeah. Tell me. In in two thousand and I don't know two thousand twelve fifteen whatever number one country in the world for murders per capita. So per hundred people, more murders in my country of El Salvador than any other country in the world. Wow. Okay. So I think we should clear this up right away. You are a U.S. citizen. I'm a dual citizen. You're a dual citizenship. Can I get it? Can I get that? Um, No. No. You got to be born there. Oh, no way. Yeah. So can I be born again? Like go down there? If you were born again, I don't know if they give passports for that, but (laughs) like born again, like (laughs) go down there, get baptized in the name of Jesus, born again. Now I get your passport. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I, there were three robberies on my street and you've seen it or you just, yeah, no way. It was like, and mom would always yell and and I'm talking gunshots. Like I'm talking bank robberies and shoot out down the street. And, uh, and mom would be like, shut the door and get back in here. And, and I would peek out this little slit and da- down there, you c- I could take you there today. You can see bullet holes in the wall No way. from like an assault rifle when the police tried to stop a fleeing vehicle. Um, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm a little freaked out. Different. Uh, anyway, so guns, you aren't allowed to own them. And so I come then suddenly I'm in a whole other culture mm-hmm. where it's like guns are, you know, and then I think we love our guns. We love our guns. Yeah. yeah. And guns are good. They're good for the country. I mean, yeah. let's not get political here, but, um, <laughs> I think people should own guns. <laughs> Is that Sales political? pitch from Kevin Nisley. <laughs> he bought his first gun by guns. <laughs> if I can tell you anything today, just go buy a gun. Oh man. 
<laughs> no, that's cool. So, um, but so yeah. you buy it locally or I bought it locally. I went down like J and L Sports whatever. Okay. I'll give them a shout out. Nice. Treated me really well in there. Nice. So you just like walked up and said, Hey, I want a gun. And the guy said, Have you owned a gun before? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Did you you did all the paperwork, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And and your just background check. Nice. Clear. Nice. <laughs> Good deal. Anyways, well, I'm happy for you to own so, your first gun. You, now, now you need to learn how to. I shoot I got to learn how to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to get my uh, concealed carry permit. Dude, I just thought of something. You, if you go hunting, you go hunting on an apprentice license. You never even did your hunter safety course. Right. Yeah, Dude, never done that. Like you got to do that. I mean, I think that's legal, right? I think I did yeah. something. I had to go with no, someone no, no. else. Or? No, there's a there's an apprentice license. Yeah. You can get yeah. it for six years. Mm -hmm. It's basically mm -hmm. to try out hunting to yeah. see if you like it. All right. And if you do, then you take your hunter safety. Because I remember I bought a tag. Yeah. And it's actually funny we're talking about this because my wife just pulled out the Christmas decorations. And my my horns are right there. They're about <laughs> that big. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> my horns. They're... <laughs> if you if you pull out the Christmas decorations and they're hid inside the ornaments, your horns aren't too big. <laughs> they're painted white, and uh, you painted them. I painted them white. Took them out to the garage, spray painted them white. They're now a beautiful addition to the whatever my wife sets up for. No way. I have never heard of this. He uh, maybe shot a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not Actually, antlers. It's, 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 well, they are antlers. Uh -huh. It's a six-pointer. I mean, that's so it's three on each side. Nice. That's six. I mean, that's a, yeah. That's six a six-pointer. Six yeah. yep. So, I mean, six-pointer ain't ain't bad, right? I mean, that's like. Yeah, I found like, that's a, a. I found a forky yesterday. Oh yeah. So, yeah. No, I I would not do forkies. I I'm more about the sixes <laughs> and the eights and the fifteens and whatever. Nice. So. nice. Hey, you do have <clears> to go on your first recovery. We have to do that. Yeah. You you have not yet flown yeah, a drone and yeah. found a deer how should we do that because i think too that would be fun mm -hmm. and there's like i think i think there's a lot okay so it's a different thing to see you doing it in the videos i got an idea what i go shoot a deer yeah i tell you nothing of where it ran yeah. and you uh -huh. try to find it yeah. Uh, uh yeah let's do it that that being said i seen a comment uh and I do look at the comments at times. I know that you guys are uh, telling me to not look at the comments, but I appreciate the community. And uh, I looked at a comment and he's like, he doesn't like the videos this year on how I'm reacting because I'm overdoing it. Like when I get fired up, I wonder if he's referring to that uh, recovery you and I did. I was genuinely fired up to the point where my oh, I lost my voice, remember? Like I was genuinely fired up. So I'm not sure, is it just like people are thinking about how they edit because the editors are killing it, they're really good. Like I think they can build that up to the point where it's like the edit is building it up and not mine. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, dude, that is genuine. Like I get fired up. Like, what, I, I, find a big box. Huh? There he is, Kevin. There's another one. There's a big All right, buck. Moving on. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. No, that's it's not like, the end of life. Yeah. Yep. So I, I do get fired up naturally. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, the way As you it should. Is. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, you know, it's a different thing to actually go out and somebody is there. This means a lot to them and you got to find it. I think that that's actually something, Mike, that I think a lot of first time pilots, I mean, it's kind of a scary thing, I'd imagine. The first time you go out and somebody is standing right there. Austin, was it a little bit? Uh, yeah, you could probably. What, what tell was us it like for you? Did, First time that you went out to find one, all by yourself, nobody hand holding. Yeah, and it was it was hard because I couldn't find it. 
Oh, you didn't. Oh, find you it? didn't find it. The first one that I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it definitely messed with your your confidence. Yeah, but you know what the technology can do. It's just when those eyeballs are on you, you're like, oh man, like yeah, yeah. I gotta find this thing. But you can't find a deer if he's not there. Yeah. Like I tell people that all the time. You know, people want to, uh, they want to know our success rate. My thing is this. If the deer is in the search area, we're going to find it. It's 98% chance that we're going to find the deer yep. if he's in the search area. If he's not, then. But that's a level of confidence you've gotten over hundreds of hours of flying a drone. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you definitely won't have that right off the rip. Yeah. But it's like. You need to get what I would say five under your belt, and then you'll start becoming confident. Yeah, I found the second one. He was still alive. Yeah. But I told him that he would die in the morning, and sure enough. Oh yeah. What happened? Baby? Nice. In the morning, so that definitely boosted your confidence. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, Mike, I think what we should do is I want to go find a drone for an actual customer. A drone for an actual customer. I want to go find a deer for an actual customer. Okay. And then. You let me fly for like I'll fly for an hour. Mm -hmm. If I can't, you know, find it, then it's like you get to find it. I I believe you know how to fly a drone good enough that if you don't find it in an hour, I probably won't either. But we could do something like that. Yeah, I I think if because you know how to handle a drone, it's it's basically the eye knowing what yeah, the, yeah. the image. What's a rock? What's yes. a stream? Yep, yep. Yeah, those are comments that like I see also on on the the shorts and stuff. Like, what are all those red things? And why you know, kind of like why are you not looking at all those? Yeah, it's because you can. Uh, you learn like what is water, yeah, what is a rock, yeah. and that type of stuff. That's that's why we don't look at them. But you definitely do in the beginning. I would say that learn. if I would have went with Austin this year and he would have been sitting there and spending 30 minutes looking at rocks, I would have been like, okay, like, <laughs> let's move on now. But but you had to. I was like, oh, I feel good about this because it looked like a laid out. Yeah. And it was like. A perfect. It was just rock. A perfect rock. Yeah. But you have to do it that way. You have to actually look at all those things in the beginning. Dude, like to learn a, what oh, it man. looks like because you can't, you can't just, uh, take me saying oh it's a rock no you have to actually go look at all those things and then and then learn what that looks like to not look at it again we should the funny thing is going back and looking at it is that did that thermal look more like an elf like it would have been an elephant <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know if you heard that he said that rock would have had to been an elephant right for the size it <laughs> something was something like that, that can you hear yourself when you're talking uh, I think it comes through a little bit. A little okay, bit yeah. yeah. It would be uh it'd be fun. Like that'd be a good prank to play on some drone pilots is go put stuff out in the field, warm up some rocks or whatever. Yeah. And uh make them zoom in on something and then Oh, how cool would it be to do this over in Africa? Like let me know if we can actually bring our drones over there and do that because I would love to go find an Ooh, elephant an or, elephant or, or whatever cat. is legal to uh well hunt. we've been asked to come look for poachers that's yeah. you i don't want to be you don't, don't want to be a poacher no, that's no, caught no. in africa no no yeah. you, they definitely shoot you um i in about 15 minutes i gotta get on a meeting so we should probably hop into ground chatter huh oh let's do it yeah this was a article in the pennsylvania what newspaper was it it was some, some type of newspaper. We we were on the front of the newspaper. Drones for Recovering Deer Debated. Uh, written by Tom, what is his last name? 
Vansky? No. Uh, Vansky? Vansky, maybe. Yeah. Um, if you guys are in PA, if you get the uh, whatever that paper was, <laughs> I forgot. I'll Look through it. all the newspapers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely read all the newspapers. <laughs> But uh, the Pennsylvania Game Commission prohibits the use of drones. Yep, we talked about this. Um, their, their interpretation of the law in PA is, uh, in my opinion, incorrect. Lancaster Farming. Lancaster so if you're Farming. In, if you're in Lancaster, check it out. Yeah, appreciate that. But yeah, if, if the Game Commission is going to interpret the act of recovering a carcass with the drone as aiding in the hunt or aiding in taking, they should also interpret the act of recovering a carcass at night or on Sunday. Yeah, then you'd still be hunting. You it's can't hunt at night. So you can't have it both ways. Choose which yeah. way you're going to have it, and then let's all do the same thing. <laughs> oh, that's, I love that's it. That's the bottom line. Yep, I love it. All right, what else have we got, Austin? Give an overview, walkthrough of the Megalodrone, right? Is, is that what we ended up with, Megalodrone? I Megalodrone. Okay, Megalodrone. Provided yep. plenty of Matri 30T content. Um, I guess I could give a walkthrough on the M350, I just do not feel that it is anywhere close to being, what do you call this? I don't, I mean, there's people out there with lots of money, but this drone right now is just, it, it's so, way out of there. So if you, if you use that HD thermal drone or HD thermal camera we have, and you have all the batteries, you have to hold nine yards, you're looking at like almost $50,000. So yeah. it's like, I can show you, but it's just, Honestly, it's not the best drone to do deer recovery mm -hmm. right now. And it's it's more right of an enterprise. Um, like it has more functionality, different payloads you can attach. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, really so, where the value is yeah. in. Yep, you can do LiDAR with it. You can do a lot more other payloads with it outside of just doing thermal um, deer recovery. That that camera we got to put on there, you know, it's it's got a laser uh uh, IR spotlight, so no spotlight is needed to mm -hmm. to laser out there. Um, it's got insane thermal. So and just to be clear, that means you can night vision without casting a beam of light yep. that you can visibly see. Yep, yeah. correct. Yep. Yeah. So um, for like the people, so who owns Matrice three fifties? Like who uses them? Who are they sold to? What's uh, the I would say that a lot of surveyors, land surveyors, uh, mining companies probably use them. Uh, yeah, people that are into LIDAR, I mm -hmm. would say. Most people that are into yeah. LIDAR. So, and then you can swap the head out, right? The camera yep. package out. And, yep. But then those camera packages, they ain't cheap, right? Each different one you buy, like what, what do those run? Uh, it's, it's hard telling you for sure what they all cost. But like if you get like a, a H20T coupled with a GL60, uh, you're probably, geez, I would say, 20 right right around twenty thousand, but you know just yeah. just the payload yeah. itself yeah. not not the drone and then like things like flight time it, it's comparable it's a little it's, bit better yeah it's, it's comparable but it's it's comparable um hot swapping is the same the resolution of the thermal camera is twice as good right yeah Twice oh. as high resolution. Yeah. And you can zoom in with the thermal camera yeah, yeah. in a way you can't with yeah, the Yeah, it's, it's definitely better. That camera that we're running on the M350 right now, I would say is built more for law enforcement right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you could use it uh, in situations where you're finding a suspect that's mm -hmm. running from you, and he'll never know that you're looking at him because mm -hmm. he do, he can't see the light yeah, looking at him. Yeah, it's far away enough. And, you don't and even... yeah, you can sit way far away yeah. and see yep. the thermal image mm -hmm. where 
we have to be, you know, within that three, 400 feet mm -hmm. to see a thermal image. Mm -hmm. This, you can literally see a human walking uh, mm -hmm. with a thermal image mm -hmm. at a thousand feet away. Yep. Yeah. And then switch to night vision without ever alerting yeah. the suspect yeah. that they're being, yeah. being tracked. But yeah, I guess I could do that at some point. Appreciate the comment. Hey, Mike, do you believe your drone will find pythons in the swamp? We talked about that. Um, I think you can find them in certain scenarios. I don't think they'll show up like they're hot, but they'll show up like they're cold. So yeah. maybe if everything is warm mm -hmm. and they're cold, mm -hmm. then maybe you could see them. Uh, I got to try that. I got to go down yeah. to Florida and try that. But uh, I think I think uh, the governor, Ron, down there, he had a whole thing like where they were awarding every python found make some money off of yeah them. yeah a guy reached out to me about that and it looks like the the way like there isn't a super big temperature difference like the, there is for deer no. but it's just like in the way that it's coiled and stuff yeah. you almost have to yeah recognize the shape I, of I it i bet the hd thermal would probably work it would kill it but for we, that. we should yeah. definitely do that now that i'm thinking about that yeah, yeah take the hd thermal down there if there's anybody in florida the problem is most of those pythons are in um, areas you can't technically fly. Oh, yeah. Like in a, uh, national parks and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, need a permit or yeah. something. Uh, clearance. We could probably get something. But. Next. Shirt. Average Joe Yoder. Working we're, on it. Yeah, we're working on Literally it. Literally working on it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be cool. I, I was actually thinking of another idea, too. Yeah. Another day, another deer. Another day, another deer. That it's going to be wild. It's going to be a shirt as well. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that the life of a, of a thermal drone pilot? Another day, another deer? Probably. Do you like that, Austin? Another day, another deer? Yeah. I like it. More shirts coming, hopefully in time. Oh, the apparel. Me and Karen went apparel shopping. Oh, yeah? They, we're getting... We're going to upgrade our apparel? Oh, good merch. Like, good quality stuff. Hoodies, heavyweight. Yeah, it's going to be... New designs, new colors. New designs, It's going to yep. be good. New colors, yeah. Yeah. That's all coming. Do you, Mike? You'll always gain more than you lose. Yes, I'm an operator in Illinois in a state where DDR has been deemed illegal. I've had 23 calls for recovery. Haven't done one. Imagine what's gonna happen when deemed legal in this state. I'm focusing on pet recovery currently. Thanks for all you do for all of us. Thank you. That is coming from uh, High Haven Cabin. Appreciate it so much uh, for that. It really does mean a lot for people that are, you know, standing with the brand, even though their state now told them they can't do mm -hmm. it. But they're like, they're here, they're waiting, and when it's legal, we're yeah, sending it. Hard, I mean, nothing but the highest regards for him, you know. It's like he ha he bought the drone, he invested, yep. he read the law, it, it seemed like it's legal. The state says you can't do it. So respectfully, you know, he's not taken those 23 calls he's had. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, people like that, they're going to be poised to take advantage of this thing when it opens up, yeah. hopefully next season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. next season should be good. It's going to be wild. Even though your drone shooting video was staged, it depicts an event that has actually occurred with other people and is a way of informing the public that it is not lawful to shoot a drone down. You gotta have thick skin if you maintain a channel on any social media platform. Fans and subscribers can praise you and slam you in the same sentence. 
I enjoy your searches and success of finding an animal to confirm whether it is expired or has survived to be hunted on another day. Keep them coming. Thanks so much, uh, KurtDog63. Uh, when I do read these comments and I res respond back to you guys with thanks or thumbs up, um, it, it means a lot. It really does. And to hear, you know, hear a good comment like that, it uh, makes you feel good. So... Yeah, I like the multi-topic podcast. <laughs> well, I would say that you're going to probably like this one. <laughs> yeah, it was all over the place. No doubt about oh, that. Oh, man. Topic Type of insurance for drones? Uh, so the drone, the airframe itself is insured by DJI. You can get other insurance on it, but it's like, it doesn't make sense. DJI insures the airframe itself. So if you crash it into a wall... You send it in, you pay 900 bucks, you get a new airframe. Um, it is the best option, yeah, hands down. Yeah, but you can get liability where you're flying and the thing decides to quit and it goes down through a Lamborghini or something like that. You'd want to have liability. Uh, <laughs> it's always either a Tesla or a Lambo. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and on this, you can actually get on, uh, you, can ex you can extend that warranty up to three years. I just was reading that this week. DJI care basic enterprise or whatever you can extend it up to three years as long as you extend it yeah so it comes with one year it right? comes with one year you can extend it another two years at the end of that as or long as you do it before 15 days before the end oh so if you like a month out at 11 months or really at any time you can extend the life valuable information tell yeah. us again kevin yeah so everybody that has a matrice 30t is on the dji basic care package one year you know, you get a replacement, 900 bucks. If you want to extend that another one or another two years, you can do that directly through DJI by just extending that DJI Care Basic package or whatever. And when you extend, so good. So good. when you extend another year or two years, you also extend the amount of replacements that you can get. So you aren't locked into just the one or two. Is it one or two replacements? It's two on the basic. Yeah. Yep. Two. So, so it costs you nine hundred bucks. I, every I, I believe, and you have to double check this. If you extend another year, you get at least one other replacement. Yeah. So. Wow. Um, the only thing that like people kind of get screwed over is if you drop it into the bottom of a lake and you can't recover the body <laughs> of a drone. Yeah. Then you're. That's gonna I mean, be a problem. You're gonna buy a new drone. Yeah, because the you need to send the drone back. Yeah. So if yep. it's you know down there for fish food, then probably not gonna pick it up. Probably gonna struggle. That's good. Good information. Percentage of your recovery business are all mechanical broadheads. Uh, I. So. <laughs> I believe that most of them are mechanical only because majority of people hunting are using mechanicals. Mm -hmm. I, that's just, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I believe that most of them are mechanical because the, um, whatever that's called when you sell so many of them, like yeah. more are sold than fixed blades. It seems like what he's trying to ask is are fixed blade or mechanical better. That might be what he's actually wondering. I don't have a preference on that. If you ask me personally what I would shoot, I'm going to shoot a mechanical, but I am staying a long way away from the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I will stay away from the shoulder if if I have a mechanical. If I'm shooting a fixed blade, then I'll I'll try to sneak it up there a little closer. But if you hit the shoulder with a mechanical, yeah. oh, I could not agree get, more. It I can get a little dicey more. for sure. If I'm shooting something with a bow, I'm hitting it with an arrow probably. What? Yeah. I'm not sure what that meant. <laughs> if I'm shooting something with a bow, I'm hitting it with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs>
a sharp one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, is that uh, uh, is that all we got for this week? I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been it's always a pleasure. I love doing these. You guys seem to enjoy listening. Um, yeah. If you're watching on uh, Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Yeah, please leave give a us review. a five stars review. Uh, People are actually finding us through the podcast. So I, I know. That's crazy. It I, is crazy. How does a podcast like get to a new podcast? Right. How do people miss us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and find us on a podcast? Yeah, I know. I, I don't, don't understand. I don't either. But, but thank you for watching yep. and listening. Tell Thanks your so friends, much. and uh, we'll see you in the next one.